Do you feel like people always take advantage of your kindness, generosity, or general niceness? Are you exhausted from giving all of your time and energy to other people? Do you find that you don't have the necessary time for yourself to regenerate or replenish your core being? Try boundaries. Boundaries are a barrier between you and what doesn't feel good for you. They help alleviate anxiety, tension with others, and the common symptom of overextending to be extra considerate of other people's energies, time, and feelings while ignoring your own. Empower yourself today by saying no. Boundaries. Good for you. Good for other people. Welcome to the Kinda Okay Podcast, where we talk about things that aren't okay in hopes of making them feel more okay. I'm Sarah Crossley, creator of It's Kinda Okay Comics and The Growing Pain Zine, an independent publication that features submissions from rad women and non-binary creators. struggle with boundaries. To start with, I haven't spent that much time learning what my boundaries are. And so it's only recently that I've started to take a look at where I need to start saying no. I'm definitely a people pleaser. So I mean, I always tend to put other people's needs before my own. That's something that's changing little by little. And it can be very uncomfortable to change. I tend to be over-considerate of others and under-considerate of myself. I take on the emotional responsibility for everyone in the group for some reason. Um, And I tend to not take that much emotional responsibility for myself. So, like, I don't even really have any helpful tips or tricks or quick ways of figuring out boundaries because I'm still figuring out my own. So everything I'm going to talk about in this episode is stuff that I am still learning, still applying. So if you have any thoughts on boundaries, I would love to hear from you, to have a conversation about it um, because it's something, something new that you know, is definitely like I've left it too long. (laughs) Um, And so I'm really recognizing that certain boundaries need to be made, identified, voiced, um, and all of those kinds of things. The greatest advice I've had so far is to stop being concerned with another person's reaction to voicing my boundaries. This is a really heckin' hard thing to do, but I know that, like, voicing my boundaries diffuses tension in myself, but also in my relationships. You know, that, like, when you, somebody oversteps a boundary, and what I'm finding lately is that my boundaries are being overextended, and they're boundaries that I didn't even know that I had. Um, 
until they've been overstepped. And so that's a very like emotionally reactive time. And for those of you that know me, uh, know I'm a very emotionally reactive person. Uh, I may or may not get that from my dad's terrible temper. Um, and so it's something that I'm really starting to learn about myself. And, you know, usually in those emotionally reactive moments, and I've talked about this before in the comics, but also on the podcast, um, I don't tend to end up liking myself very much when I do that. And so I'm really starting to analyze like, okay, well, like, why do I react in such an emotional way? Um, what is it about that situation or those feelings that's made me explode a little bit? And yeah, starting to identify boundaries has been really helpful in that. I didn't even recognize like how crucial it is to, to be able to say no, to protect yourself and your space and your emotional energy. Um, my emotional energy is something I, I tend to give quite freely. Um, and I'm just starting to learn that like, actually I need to keep a little bit in reserve for my own well-being. <laughs> So now here's a podcast episode on all of the things that I am just starting to and still learning about making boundaries and identifying them and voicing them, bringing them into reality and putting my needs in a place of importance. So when I'm talking about what I need from other people, what I need from myself, what I need in particular situations, I need to make sure that I'm using first-person language. And what that means, especially in times when I'm being emotionally reactive to whatever has um, overstepped a boundary for me, it means that instead of going into it attacking which I can often do, like placing the blame on others, which like, yes, they've overstepped a boundary, but if they didn't know that that boundary existed, if I didn't know that it existed, if I haven't voiced that that is a boundary for me, then I can't expect those needs to be met without, without voicing them. People aren't, aren't mind readers, um... But yeah, so using first-person language, so like, I feel this way when this happens, so I need you to change, <laughs> basically. So yeah, so not putting the blame on other people, which is something I tend to do. I'd be like, you did this, and you blah, 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 and you know, like, I, at the end of that statement is usually, so it made, made me this way, but... Yeah, just changing changing it around a little bit um, and changing the way that I communicate is definitely something I'm finding really key. Also, like, making a clear request. So, when and why, why the advice that, like, not considering other people's feelings 
is so important to me is because I'll be so considerate of someone else's feelings that I will tiptoe or be nice and like try to figure out how to not be confrontational um, when I'm voicing my boundaries. And that usually leads to not being understood clearly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just a little a little backwards. Um, so for me, it's really crucial be like okay like what am I trying to say and most of you that know me like know that I don't really have a problem with being blunt a lot of the time but for some reason when I'm trying to put my own needs first I'll do like anything I can to avoid actually saying this is what I need (laughs) um be like take the cue like take the hint here I'll drop like a million things into conversation um so you can notice them and pick up on them and and then get really annoyed when you don't (laughs) um so that's something that I've I've been you know really working on I think in the last year of my life specifically is definitely like being very straightforward, speaking my truth. Um, Something that I really learned coming out of my previous long-term relationship was that it's time-sensitive. Like, boundary stuff, it's really time-sensitive. Like, if you let that shit go on too long without saying something it only gets harder to say something. And it only makes the other person, if you are considering their emotional reaction, it only makes them feel worse to know that they broke your boundary months ago or that they've continued to break it and that it's been something that's been upsetting you but that you haven't said anything. So that's that's a really big one that I think I've been working on for a long time now. Um, So usually when I feel, you know that feeling when you get like a, literally like a lump in your chest and you're just like trying to find the voice to like say this thing but it's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable to tell somebody else that they've overstepped a boundary or that they they've just they've done something that has activated you um and yeah so that's something i've really i've been trying to to catch that lump as it comes up and then follow it through <laughs> so it goes from my the pit of my stomach And it flows all the way up and it gets lodged just at the base of where my chest meets my throat. And then as I feel it getting stuck there, I project it outwards. And suddenly when you project it outwards, when you voice those kinds of things, you're putting it, you're putting the responsibility on other people to take care of you. And to respect your needs, to to make your safety, emotional wellness, mental health, like all of those things to make that important for other people. Um, 
where often if we suffer in silence, that weight can feel really overwhelming on just yourself. Another something that's, you know, like it's just a good thought, I think, overall, but something to really, really focus your energy on, especially when you're having these difficult conversations, I think is to make positive statements. Um, somebody once told me, and I can't remember exactly where this came from, and maybe it's just Buddhism in general, but some somewhere someone said, or I read, or, you know, the universe doesn't deal in negatives. So when you say, I don't want snails, the universe just hears snails. <laughs> and it's the funniest thing. Like, it just does not, it doesn't compute. The, the do not does not statement doesn't exist in the universe. It just, it only hears positives. And in a really weird way, like so do people, I think a lot of the time. So, or like the message gets lost when you focus on the negatives. So rather than saying like, I don't want you to do this. It's a lot better to say, like, what you do want. And so much of this life is figuring out what you don't want in order to figure out what you do want. Um, And that's boundaries, friends. Like, that's, you know, going through life, going through different situations, different types of relationships, um, different events. And by finding out what we, what we don't want, we figure out what we do want and where our boundaries lie. Um, and the last, last one in this little bit is a non-reactive tone, which is very hard for myself. Um, I think growing up with an older sister, growing up with my parents the way that they were like we were always very combative um like me and my dad getting into an argument was a shit show because neither of us were backing down but we just get more and more emotional about it um and both very reactive both very defensive you know it It can be really difficult to take responsibility for our tone in conversation. It's not something that's really focused on all that much. Like, you know, people always say like, oh, like watch your tone or like watch the attitude. And it's like, okay, but what do you, what do you mean by that? What do those words mean? Um, And really at the end of it, it just... You're not communicating effectively when you're communicating from a place of being defensive or of, or of being attacking or malicious or anything like that. Like you're just not communicating effectively and you're not going to be heard the way that you want to be heard. But basically, like at the end of the day, setting boundaries 
is only going to give you a sense of certainty and of, of, of other people around you of certainty as well. So it's really quite empowering because it means that you're conserving your emotional energy because you're not stewing on the things that agitate you. Case in point, like, I constantly feel like I don't have enough time to dedicate to my creative projects. Um, and that's a, ba- that's a boundary that needs to be discussed because I do end up putting a lot of my time and energy into other people, other projects, like things around the house, the dog, like all. I spend a lot of time, <laughs> probably more time than I need to. Um, taking care of anything that isn't the stuff that I genuinely actually want to be taking care of. Not that I don't want to take care of my friends or take care of the dog or take care. Like, it's not that I don't want to do those things. It's just I'm very, (laughs) what am I saying? I'm very, I'm not very good yet at creating boundaries for myself being like, No, like, I'm not going to do anything else between this time and this time. Like, I'm only going to do creative things. I'm only going to focus on projects that are my own. Um, That's something that I'm learning. And, like, boundaries can be flexible. They can be situational. But they can also be, like, really solid when you need them to be. Being inflexible or too rigid, I think, can can cause, like, a little bit more stress. Like, knowing when you can ease up. For me, like, my boundaries are different with different people um, on different situations. So that's another consideration as well. But also, like, them being too flexible means, like... You're constantly putting your needs on the back burner, which is exactly what boundary setting is not supposed to do. (laughs) Um, They like weirdly go hand in hand with the positive affirmations. And if you haven't listened to that episode of the podcast, um, please go back and listen to it because the one about positive affirmations, it's pretty good. And it's something that I think everybody needs to do more of. (laughs) So go listen (laughs) to that episode. But yeah, I think that they're really on the same level as positive affirmations, which is maybe why they have so much empowering power. Knowing that like you have a right to say no, you have a right to be treated with respect. You have a right to have your needs be just as important as the needs of others. All of these things like come along with a really strong feeling of sense of self. And as I'm journaling about what I value, what limiting beliefs I have and all that kind of stuff, I'm also narrowing down what my boundaries are. (laughs) And you have to analyze what you value in order to realize what your boundaries are. Some of my boundaries also change throughout my cycle. Um, So asking what you need from others is just another huge part of boundary setting. Like, 
instead of saying like, get out of my room, you know, it can come down to like, hey, it makes me feel like I don't have enough space when you come into my room without asking and I really need privacy in my sacred space. So please knock and ask if it's okay to come in. So I had both those emotional reactions and then the boundary conversation this week with my cousin. Um, And that was a really good exercise. So I had the moment of explosion when I was like, you need to get the hell out. And then I had the like, oh, like that was a really emotional response in a situation that didn't really need to be that reactive. Um, And I was like, oh, like, why am I feeling upset? Why am I feeling this tension? And then I just spent a little bit of time, like, journaling, analyzing. And then, yeah, I just, I took my little cousin's face in my hands and I said exactly that. Like, I need you to ask when it's okay to come in and to knock before coming into the room. And... I mean, depending on your situation, you don't always have to explain yourself or justify either. Certain situations call for different things, but, like, it is always okay for you to just say no. Just a little reminder that issue 8 of the Grown Pain zine is still taking submissions for the theme of unlearning. So if you make, write, paint, draw, photograph, or do anything creative, please consider submitting some content to the next publication. If you have questions, please reach out on Instagram at It's Kinda Okay, and to read previous issues of the zine, check out itskindaokay.com. The last part of this conversation is, I would say, something that takes a little bit of time to learn how to do. And that's noticing other people's boundaries. This always brings me back to the consent comic I made about our dog. Um, Because dogs do a lot of behaviors. And I don't mean to always compare people to dogs, but they're on my brain because we just got a dog. Um, (laughs) But people have similar behaviors. Like, they'll turn away from you. They'll avoid eye contact. They'll do different little mannerisms when you're overstepping a boundary that maybe they haven't voiced or, you know, just just making them uncomfortable in general. People have little tells like that. Of course, like, we have to be aware of, like, the neurodiversity that exists in our world and not everybody's cues are going to be the same. And what that means, I think is that we have to ask. If you're not sure that somebody wants a hug from you, just ask. Just ask before you do. It's Communication is so funny because when we do it effectively, it only ever enhances the communication, like the, the human experience. And it just makes everybody feel safer, feel heard, feel more whole, more comfortable. And comfortability, I think, lends to, like, a greater sense of connection, 
of self, of awareness. It's just, it's only good. It's only good to ask. Instead of just putting on some really loud rock music while people are trying to have a conversation, just ask like, hey, does anybody mind if I put on some tunes? And that avoids like a lot of points of contention, points of conflict, of of making people uncomfortable. And like, it's not that you have to be okay with everything. And it's not that you are not okay with anything. Um, but it's just about being kind of okay. And voicing when that kind of turns into a like, nah, this isn't really okay. That seems really like a nice place to end my little rant. Um, but I'd like to continue this conversation. So please let me know like if something stood out to you in this episode, if you learned something new, if you are someone who is very good at setting boundaries and something that you've practiced for a while, like I would love to continue this conversation. It makes me feel so good to know that an episode of the podcast has been relevant to other people. So like, please just send me all of your thoughts and feelings about anything to do with boundaries or being kind of okay in general over at It's Kind of Okay on Instagram. And remember that like, it is so incredibly helpful If you enjoyed this episode, if you've ever enjoyed any episode of the Kinda Okay podcast, it's so helpful to review it, to rate it, to do whatever it is you do on wherever you listen to podcasts so that other people can find it. And know that I am so appreciative of when you do that because all I want to do is build this community, build this support network build us all up to make us all feel a little more okay. That's really, that's really what the podcast is all about. And it's about opening up that conversation to everyone. So please reach out, please share, share with just one friend who you think could really benefit from listening to this. Maybe it's somebody that you need to have a conversation about boundaries with. And that's all for now. But stay weird and wonderful. Till next time.